sideways.com podcast. Here is your host, TJ Buffenbarger. Thank you, Beth. Hello, world. It's time for another edition of the TJSideways.com podcast. A little different format tonight. Later in the program, we're going to have a discussion with Chad Basefield about his 2020 program with TKS Motorsports that caught a lot of us off guard. We figured Basefield would do a little more winged racing this upcoming season, but we didn't think he would go quite this far into it. A great opportunity for him. We'll have Basefield on to discuss it. My regular co-host, Trevor Hollis, a little under the weather tonight, right before showtime. So getting her tap dancing shoes out here. And it gives me an opportunity actually to give our loyal podcast listeners maybe a little bit of a preview of what's to come on TJSideways.com this month. So uh, Trevor, hope you get better. Glad you're getting your chili bowl flu out of the way before January. And we hope to have Trevor back here probably after Thanksgiving. Now, I mentioned about the website here. Uh, we're in the middle of right now what I call Code-vember. And what happens is every November, I use this month to iron out any new features I want to try on the website for the 2020 season. It's an opportunity, great opportunity, because there's races like the Turkey Night Grand Prix and the Hangtown 100 now, and uh, you second mentioned at Bakersfield, now some Australia stuff, thank you, Dirt Vision, uh, that we can kind of... Uh, use to iron out a few bugs before we take them out of the racetrack. So uh, without, you know, getting into it too much and the zeros and ones of everything, the reason we do this is so I can focus on, like, any changes I want to make aesthetically or add a feature to the website or maybe try some different story formats or some different things and throw it out to you, the listener and the reader, and see how it goes. I kind of can base it off past years and, you know, how smoothly it goes and, it's kind of how we determine what's going to happen with 2020 or whatever the next season's going to be. So right in the middle of that, that's why there's no column this week. We're kind of knee-deep in the uh, uh, process of getting some of these features ironed out. So because you are a loyal podcast listener, if you are uh, tuning in at the moment, I'm going to give you a little preview of some of the stuff you're going to see happening over the next two weeks that are going to be changing on the website. The biggest one, we're going to rebrand. We're going to a brand new logo, some new colors, some new scheming and stuff on the website. And it's only really the third new logo we've had for the website. And the reason we're doing it is because we're hoping to roll out some apparel and some other things as well. It's going to be a little easier to do. Uh, our great friends over in Canada, which we'll review in a little bit. Uh, came up with the logo. Good Callanan and his group did a great job of uh, coming up with a new brand last spring. We actually had the logo last spring, and that's how crazy it's been. When we get something, we wanted to make sure we had it for November, so I actually had uh, contracted it out in the spring and uh, had ImageFactory.ca and Greg Callanan and all his group come up with the logo. I'm like, great, we'll probably use it in a few months. I'm probably, probably they're probably wondering why is it showing up yet. It's because it's not November yet. We're focused on racing. so And we've uh, tried a few new features. If you've noticed, the best of the weekend column we've been running. I've been putting together every Monday. That's something we're going to grow upon. Seems like you like that, so we're going to do that. And uh, we're trying to take all of our – we have a lot of great features you like. And we're trying to organize it into an actual midweek content schedule. We're pretty good at giving you content throughout the weekend. Always been really proud of that. I think we could do an even better job of it during the week. So we're going to try to give you more things to read that are actually worthwhile 
during the week. And that's something I've been working on for a couple of years, actually. But we've kind of narrowed down what you like and don't like. And I think we've come up with a nice little content schedule that will give you something to read. It will also help keep my sanity because this isn't my only job. I actually have a real day job on top of this. So I need to be able to stay on top of that and a family and a house to take care of mortgage to pay all that fun stuff. So, you know, with all these things, all balls in the air, trying to make sure that give you something to read same time, keeping my own sanity. Uh, The open wheel calendar upgrades have already started taking place. If you noticed the shared Excel sheet is gone. We've put everything into tables that are very searchable, filterable, uh, lots of great feedback on that so far. And we're going to put some of the older calendars up as well. So they'll have archives. They'll start seeing the archives. And the 2020 calendar should go live next week. So the first uh, entries in the 2020 calendar you'll start seeing next week. Probably um, early next week, maybe Thanksgiving or so by the time we'll be ready to go with that. So uh, the shared Excel sheet gone. And... Uh, that's going to allow us to do a few other things with the calendar, too. Eventually, we're looking at uh, uh, right now how we're going to integrate the uh, live pay-per-view stuff into it as well. So you can keep track of that. It's something we're testing right now. Uh, not all everything we test goes live. That's one we're still working out. But if we can get it worked out, you'll be able to have your pay-per-view listings in there as well. Um, another thing we might be experimenting with in the next month, maybe over the Thanksgiving holiday, is it's been a while since we've done any live audio and we are going to experiment with some live interactive audio live i don't want to say live podcasting because podcasts aren't live pick it up take it with you but some live shows again i think there's some times and places where that's a really good thing to do so we have the medium to do it now and we can actually have you at home interact with us and we're going to see how it goes. We're going to try a couple things live, and if it if we, it does well, we'll build upon that. Maybe we'll do something at the racetrack next year if it does well. But otherwise, that's about it. And this is probably one of the lighter uh, Code Vember things we've done. We have a few other things that we're working on offline that you're not going to see till March or April when we go to the racetrack. But uh, I'm looking forward to those especially. There's some really neat things in the works, and they're they're very doable for us, and I think they're going to create good content for you because at the end of the day, I love, I'm kind of a media junkie too. I love having things to read and to watch and to listen to, and I try to produce all those things for you about Sprint Car Racing. So that's what we've been busy doing here over the past couple of weeks, and I want to thank everyone who's given us some good feedback and some of the changes and everything else is going out at the website. And also another great thank you to all of our great sponsors. That wouldn't be this wouldn't be possible without Maxim Chassis. All-Star Performance, Engine Pro. Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. We actually have hopefully a couple new partners, fingers crossed, are coming on board soon as well. So um I hope you enjoy some of the things we're doing. Uh another person though that is clearly focused on the twenty twenty season's Chad Base Faluga. Uh he's been around for over a decade, really, in the nominee sprint car scene here in the Midwest, but uh, he started dipping his toe in the wing sprint car world last year. And now he's really taken a jump and a leap into it uh, with Troy Renfro's team, the 2KS racing, right? Be a regular competitor at the Knoxville Raceway and some of the Midwest uh, wing sprint car shows. And as soon as I saw that news, I wanted to make sure Chad's been a guest before. I don't usually have a lot of repeat guests, but I wanted to have him on to discuss this opportunity. Such a career change for him. 
and the fun part of this is we're trying to squeeze it in before uh, uh, Chad and his wife had their first child. So we're, we're, we we picked this uh, date. We're recording this on Tuesday. Like, oh, we've got plenty of time. He said, baby's going to be late. We'll be okay. So, And uh, I finished up the interview and finds out we're uh, we're a little closer than we thought when I, when I booked this that uh, the baby's going to show up the next day. And uh, I was kind of like, holy cow, we were rescheduled and everything. But uh, Chad was more than gracious. Like, hey, business as usual. We got to keep on moving. So, uh uh, we got this in just under the wire so uh, him and his wife can enjoy the baby. So without further ado, here is Chad Bass Flug. Joining me on the line right now is a gentleman that has taking is taking a major change in direction in his racing career and uh, for the upcoming 2020 season. I have to ask, Chad Bass Flug, how did this opportunity to race weekly at the knoxville raceway and do some more wing sprint car racing come about so i uh i actually got to know troy i worked with him on a trailer um you know part of my day job and got to know him and and uh, started doing a little wing racing myself this year um and then with just talking to troy every now and then about his trailer and, and different things and um branched out a little more did about 10 right now or 10 wing races um went to Knoxville at the end of the year after the nationals talking to Troy. He's like, you should really come over on Knoxville. Uh, little did I know, maybe I was kind of trying out in a, in a little bit um, in front of him and just didn't know it, but um, you know, just got to know him and, and wanted to go wing racing anyways. Not that that was the goal to race for him by any means, but uh, just wanted to go wing racing a little bit more. And, and uh, you know, fortunate to have had the opportunity to race for him once at Cedar Lake. And it's kind of, you know, I wrote it off from there that, you know, ah, that's probably, that'll probably never happen. You know, it was just a one-time thing. And, uh, you know, a month or so later he called me and I was one of his, one of his three guys. So was, uh, was pretty cool to get that phone call. And just for, for our audience sake, when you're talking to Troy, you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be racing the TKS Motorsports 2KS Maxim next year at, uh, Knoxville and, and uh, other surrounding races. So looking forward to it. It's going to be a, you know, quite a change of pace, but the fans have been, uh, been awesome. Knoxville Speedway been awesome. Um, we've already got some things in the works with them and, and, uh, you know, helping Troy with his marketing partners too, to help, help expand, uh, you know, everything that he's done with them, uh, with Casey's and, and Midwest basements and, and, you know, just all the, all the surrounding partners that he's got. We've, uh, we've got a lot of cool things working with all of them. Yeah, and Troy Renfro, the owner on that team. And, uh, uh, it, you know, this is a pretty established Knoxville team. I mean, it's a good ride. It's a very well-known ride. Um, so I have to ask, when you get the call, like I said, you drove it once, how surprised were you to get when you finally got the call that you were not just one of the top, the three guys that were looking at, but the person that got the ride? Well, and, and you know, obviously being in sales myself already, I, you know, you, you kind of know – in a sense, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? So as soon as he called me about, you know, being a potential candidate that I uh, kind of really, you know, honed in on what, what it was going to take and, and, you know, just made sure that I was, uh, you know, letting Troy know I was seriously interested. Um, and I told him, you know, when he first called me, I, I understand I'm not your most qualified candidate by no means, but, um, you know, hopefully we can, we can do something and, you know, you can help mold me and, and, turn me into uh you know a top level 
uh, wing sprint car driver and, and maybe I can help, you know, his team to, you know, get to another level of marketing with their partners and, and help their social reach and things like that. So, uh, it, but it was, uh, it was, it was shocking, exciting and, and all of that. I mean, when you're, when you want to do something and then the perfect opportunity comes to you, it's just like everything you've done, you know, leading up to that has, has been worth it and, and made it, you know, so awesome to be able to, to, to get that opportunity. And, and I think a lot of, you know, the things that myself and my fiance, Christine have done as far as marketing and, and trying to promote the sponsors that have made my non-wing sprint car career so successful. Um, all that effort has been seen by others. Um, and to know that it, it's pretty cool. And you mentioned that, you know, when we think Chad basically, we think of non-wing sprint cars. We think of the United States auto club coming from California, winning track championships and races in the non-wing division. You kind of started this shift towards wing sprint car racing. Explain why you dipped your toe in the water and why you're making the career shift right now. Yeah, so my soon-to-be father-in-law, um, you know, is involved with Maxim, Maxim Chassis. And, and just, you know, talking to him, I've always had an interest in it. It's just, it's, it's always been like how to get your foot into that door. Um, you know, it's something you want to do, but it's, it takes so much to do it. It's such another discipline. And, and even just financially to go do that is so difficult. And, um, you know, it's actually, it's funny. It's been like a two year process to finally race 10 wing races in my own stuff this year. Um, cause every year it seems like, you know, you go out, all right, I'm going to go wing and non-wing race. And then the non-wing takes over cause that's going so well. And you just want to push forward with that. But this year, fortunately, unfortunately, the non-wing deal was kind of hit and miss and was rocky with my, uh, with the, you know, EZR guys that own that car. And, um, just, just with budget things and, and performances weren't there and motor problems were arising. So it opened the door for me to jump, you know, head deep into the wing deal. Um, and then it just took off from there, being able to focus on it, you know, race multiple races back to back. You really got to see then I did personally, the, you know, the fan reach that's there, um, the, you know, the prize money, all the incentives to come to these races, you know, the world of outlaws were super welcoming to me to come to Nashville and, and race there. And, and it's just all that stuff adds together and it makes it a cool, cool thing to, to kind of go into and, and being so new to it, um, you know, went to world of outlaw race in Nashville and qualified fourth. And so that was pretty cool. I mean, obviously our qualifying location in the draw helped, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's fun. It's different race non-wing sprint cars for so long that it just becomes the same thing. Um, so to feel something different and, and be challenged with it is exciting and, and heck the pays a, a lot better. Where, when you think about Nashville, too, to me, at least from an observer, a race check like that might favor a non-wing guy to make take a dip in a toe into the wing water there. Maybe because you're tossing the, the car around a little bit more. Any truth to that? Any Am I on base there? Yeah, Nashville definitely was more of a non-wing. It's just like when when the outlaws go to Hobstadt and the non-wing guy exactly, shows up in yeah. a wing car, he's non-wing guy's pretty successful. So same thing there in Nashville. But, you know, to say in, in – I have a ton of friends that race on the world of outlaw tour. So to go there and race with those guys and to just kind of hang out with them and be around all that was, was super exciting for myself and Christine, just because we're friends with so many of the, you know, of the, of the people down there. So, um, it was a cool overall experience, but definitely was uh, favorable to be a knowing guy. I mean, me, KT and, and Carson short were there and we were all three pretty successful there being at that place, but Knoxville is going to be a, a challenge 
but uh, no, definitely a challenge. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to conquering. I was gonna say, but when once you get on a big track with a wing car, that's where the difference really kicks in. I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's again, it's a different feel, but once uh, once the green flag drops, you know, it's all business from there. So um, you just you know, with with seat time comes you know more confidence and and you know with more confidence comes uh you know better lap time so you know i went there once this year with the wing car um you know we improved every time we were on the track and you know just just really you know got better and better every night and i think you know obviously with troy's race car and his race team um you know will be steps ahead of where i went there with my own stuff um just having his years of experience and, uh, and knowledge of that place as well. Um, and, and he can watch and tell me what I need to do and, and help me to become a better driver in, in, you know, conversing what I feel to give me what I need and, and, you know, to basically tell me, yeah, that's, that's what I see. If that's what you feel. And, and just, um, it'll be reassuring to work with a guy that's, that's got so many years experience, um, you know, turning wrenches. As of now, what's the plan for races outside of Knoxville Raceway? Are we going to see that car uh, outside of the Marion County Fairgrounds very often in 2020? Yeah, so obviously the primary goal is, is Knoxville every Saturday night, um, and then we'll branch out, you know, Jackson and, and other surrounding races. Um, you know, I'm working on Troy to maybe, you know, do the month of money out there in PA uh, into the year and, and hopefully world finals. So we'll see what happens. You know, with some of those races, we'll have to find some other, you know, some other marketing partners. Um, but we'll do what we got to do and, and see if we can't make that happen when it you know comes closer to time. Right now, we're just waiting on schedules. The only person I think has got a schedule out is Knoxville. So as soon as we see what else is going on, we'll, uh, we'll determine how much we're going to branch out. You know, there is a pretty big non-wing race at Knoxville in July as well, in June, July. Um, so when it comes time to take the wings off at Knoxville, will we see you that week at the Marion County Fairgrounds? Yeah, right now I don't know. Um, I would love to. I don't know, you know, just not just there. I don't know how much non-wing racing I'll do at all. Um, I'm really going to focus on just wing racing um, and, and devote my time to that. But, yeah, you never know. We'll see. Um, maybe I can uh, convince Troy into bringing a second car or, or find something, you know, that's, that's of, uh, you know, excellent equipment to come out and, and run that race as well. So that definitely has uh, gained a lot of came a lot of attention and, and speed i think after this year's big race and um you know it'll be it'll be huge for me after having you know hopefully half a season under my belt there in Knoxville already in the wing car to maybe jump down into that non-wing car and and uh maybe you know be as dominant as brady was this year when you uh when it was announced and made public that you got this ride, you had it signed the deliver twenty twenty. What was the reaction like from people around you? Were p- other people that weren't in the know maybe just as surprised as kind of we were with the announcement? What was the general reaction? Uh, so the funniest one is my grandfather. He's the one that got me started into racing, and and he said, "Man, you 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 said you wanted to go wing racing. You're really going wing racing." So. Um, you know, I kind of, we kept it close to the chest. Um, you know, there was only, you know, maybe a handful, if that, that even knew what was going on. Um, so we just, uh, it was overall good. I think, uh, you know, as far as my fans and, and my followers of, of people were, you know, excited and made comments that they're going to go to Knoxville now. So maybe hopefully we're, we're bringing some new fans to, to the Knoxville raceway and, and, uh, you know, hopefully a lot of the fans there will be welcoming to, uh, to me is a, uh, you know, intercoming wing race, uh, wing sprint car driver. So 
you know, it's, it's exciting. I think, um, you know, I know I've, I've kind of probably let down some, some non-wing fans of mine, but, um, you know, we're always, we're always pushing for the next best thing and, and, you know, what's the next step to, uh, to maybe, you know, making this more of a, more of a professional career. Um, so, you know, it'll be exciting. We're going to have lots of cool stuff and, uh, you know, it's, uh, wing racing. I feel is really on the up and up right now. So if we do this same interview in 20, at the end of 2020, what would you consider to be a reasonable expectation to, uh, make it a great season for you? Like a really solid, great first season with the 2KS car. Uh, so Troy and I, it's funny, Troy, myself and Don Lamberti, uh, we all sat down at lunch, um, before I was even hired and, you know, I had a, I had a series of interviews with, with several choice partners, uh, or TKS's partners to, to pass the test. Um, and that was one of the questions, you know, not to be unrealistic with anything and say, we're going to go win the points championship. Cause that's obviously not going to be likely. Um, but you know, we're, we're hoping, you know, shooting for a top five in points and, um, you know, 20, 2016, when I ran my non-wing sprint car team, a lot of people told me I'd be, we would be lucky to win a race. We won six. So, um, in one of the biggest races in non-wing racing history. So, um, you know, not that this is going to be that easy, but, um, you know, it'd be awesome to get a win in Knoxville my rookie year. So, we'll, uh, you know, we're going to take it race by race and, and just progress as much as we can every weekend. Um, you know, Troy and I worked to, together well the first race that we ran at Cedar Lake and we just got to continue to grow onto that and, and work together well and, and just, you know, progress as a team. That's the biggest thing, work together and work as a team. I'm excited to work with everybody else at TKS. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've kind of gotten to know a lot of them over the last year and look forward to, to getting to know more. And this is the crazy thing is this is like the second biggest thing happening to you right now. Might not even be in the, you know, the top couple. Cause, uh, uh, you and your wife have a little one on the way, like any day, like we had to strategically place this interview to squeeze in before child showed up. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that'll, uh, actually we're going to the hospital tomorrow and oh wow, hopefully Hopefully, little man will be here on Thursday. Well, so, now I feel really um, bad for scheduling. I didn't know it was going to be tomorrow when we booked this. Holy cow, I yeah. done this yesterday, man. Well, we didn't know either. We didn't know either until <laughs> Monday. So, no, we're looking forward to it. You know, that's that's another exciting thing is, you know, we're going to have a little one to bring to the races and, and you know, get to continue racing. Um, you know, work's become so busy for me um, and, and just businesses in, in general, so. Uh, be able to focus time on those during the week and, and enjoy time with, you know, my growing family and, and to go race full time as well um, on the weekends is going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. You know, I, I haven't been able to be just the race car driver uh, for the last several years. I've housed the race cars at my shop. I've, you know, helped work on them. I, you know, helped tow them to and from the racetrack, um, all that fun stuff. So now I get to just go back to, to being Chad, the race car driver, um, instead of, you know, team manager. So it's going to be change of pace, but it'll be, it'll be good to make this transition transition that way. Uh, so I can really focus on what I have to do. Yeah. Cause you have the most important job coming up at all. Uh, be honest. How ready are you for tomorrow? I mean, are you ready for this baby to show up? Rooms painted, <laughs> furniture's put I'm, together, I'm, everything's ready to go. I, I'm a nervous wreck, man. <laughs> I, I told Christine and I said, we're going to have our own little human to take care of. This is, this is, uh, intense. So oh. it, we're excited. We're uh, we're ready for it. You know, there's there's lots of people out there that you say if they can do it, we can do it. So exactly. um, 
think we'll be okay. Yeah, you'll it's, be. Uh, it's nerve wracking. You'll sure. be fine. And if you weren't nervous, you wouldn't be ready actually, because you'd be overconfident. <laughs> so you'll be all right. So yeah. Well, heck, man, we're gonna let you go because you gotta enjoy your last evening of quiet and solitude before the big day tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta get a big sleep in tonight. Everybody tells that's the most consistent thing. You're not gonna sleep for at least six months. So um, I don't sleep much, anyways. But hopefully, uh, hopefully, I don't sleep any less. <laughs> there you go. So, well, Chad, congratulations on all fronts. Best of luck tomorrow, especially, and I uh, look forward to talking to you later this season. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it very much. Thank you again for Chad Baseflug on. Uh, Probably an evening that I would have picked to be doing interviews uh, to be able to squeeze that in for us. So, like I said, that wasn't planned. <laughs> I was supposed to have a little more time there for us. He's like, oh, no, it's all right. So, uh, thanks again for Chad. And, uh, best of luck tomorrow to him and his wife on the birth of their beautiful baby. So, that's going to wrap up this edition of the TJSlideways.com podcast. Of course, don't forget to subscribe if you enjoy the podcast on itunes the google play store stitcher soundcloud podbean lots of places to subscribe also feel free to rate and review us we want to know not only the good ones but how we can do this better so if you have any suggestions or who you want us to see on or whatever else you can also use the feedback form on the website so another edition of the podcast in the cam we'll do it again Next week, we're actually going to put out a Thanksgiving podcast if all goes according to plan. So uh, we'll have something to listen to while you're on your way to the family dinner or something while you're waiting for that turkey to cook. So uh, uh, looking forward to a great Thanksgiving week. So we're going to go sneak off and check out some midget racing from Placerville Speedway. So until next week, thank you for listening to the TJSideways.com podcast. Thank you for listening to the TJ Flyways podcast.